The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. Paula Vale here, and today joining me is Marla Martinson. And get ready, this episode title is Excuse Me, Your Soulmate is Waiting. Isn't that fun? We are just going to have the funnest show today. Marla is a professional Beverly Hills matchmaker and author of two memoirs. Diary of a Beverly Hills Matchmaker and Hearts on the Line. And her new book, The Buddha Made Me Do It, A Field Guide to Enlightenment, will be out in February this year. Marla is also a Reiki crystal healer and hosts a show on YouTube called Conversations with Cupid. And she has appeared on countless radio and TV shows, including the Today Show, WGN, Chicago Morning News, San Diego Living, Beyond Belief with George Nouri on Gaim TV, Urban Rush, and Better TV. And I am just so grateful to have you here today, Marla. I want to say a big welcome. Hi, Paula. Hi, everybody. I'm so thrilled to be on this show. Yay! Oh, it's a, it's a happy day. <laughs> Very exciting, very exciting. It's actually my first show talking about my Reiki and crystal healing skills because that's something that I've just done in the past couple of years. So this is really exciting, like stepping out into it. Awesome. Well, jump right in, Marla. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, anything you'd like to share, uh, your thoughts about Reiki and, and crystal healing, and we'll just go from there. All right, wonderful. Well, yes, everybody, as Paula said, I, I um, am a matchmaker. I've been a professional <laughs> matchmaker for 13 years. I'm a real-life Cupid, and the month of love, February, is here, and there's always a lot of stress around Valentine's Day for the singles, right? So, <laughs> Yes. But we're going to take all those worries away. Um, I got into matchmaking on a fluke. I was a, a an actress slash waitress for 20 years, had moved down from Seattle, Washington to L.A. to to do the acting. And after 20 years, I, I did do some acting, but I ended up waiting on tables a heck of a lot more. And I was ready to hang up my apron when I was 39 so that I wouldn't could say that I wasn't a 40-year-old waitress. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> that wasn't my dream. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I had a lot of fun, but I thought, I have some other skills that I want to bring out. And I prayed and prayed and said, I don't have any other skills, don't know what else I can do, but please, universe, 
um, bring something to me. And wouldn't you know, just a couple months later, a friend of my husband's was taking over the management position at a video dating service. And she said, hey, I'll hire you. You can be the videographer, help people at the front desk. And I did that part-time, still did a little acting. From there, I moved on to a Beverly Hills uh, matchmaking service that was real, like, exclusive. And I was the head matchmaker there for seven years. And then in 2010, I, I ended up going out on my own. So since 2010, I've had my own matchmaking business boutique. But then, and I've always been on a spiritual path. Probably since I was about 27, I really started delving into things. But this uh, job as a Beverly Hills matchmaker, the expectations can be pretty high, uh, dealing with a lot of shallowness. And, you know, the guys want the hottest woman. The girls want the richest guy. And... To balance that with my spiritual side sometimes was challenging, and I started getting into some classes uh, with a friend of mine, Julie. We started taking all of these wonderful classes just for fun. Like every every month we were in a different kind of class, whether it was connecting with your guides, a class on abundance, how to use a pendulum, candle magic, what energy healing. I, then I started taking crystal healing, found out I could get certified in it, and then from there, I loved it so much that I got certified in Reiki, also life force energy healing. I got the reconnection. And you know how once you start with this, you just go on and on. And I've just loved it. I've been able to start a little practice. I'm on a healing team. And I've been able to work with some single women to clear out some old stagnant energy, open up the heart chakra, and, and, and work on self-esteem and, and uh, some spiritual stuff to open them up for love. So it's it's been I've been able to meld the two careers together. Oh, I love it! I love it, and I I have to say because you you made me chuckle. We have something very big in common. I was twenty seven years restaurant business mm. waitress owner, and I sold my restaurant at forty. Oh my goodness, that's too fun! <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it was like you really have to have a lot of energy and patience. The restaurant business, yes. it's funny because a lot of people will say, I, I, I remember dating a surgeon once. He was just getting into it. He was a fellow, and he was going to be a heart surgeon. And he said to me one day, Marla, all I wish I could do is just own a restaurant, go away somewhere and own a I'm like, are you crazy? That was when I was in the restaurant. But do you know that's a 24-7 job? And yes, it is. The, yes. the employees who don't show up or quit or wish they were a movie star instead or they're stealing or they're, oh, forget oh, it, you know. <laughs> too, too funny. Oh, no wonder I, I just fell in love with you right away. I love it. Uh, so, anyway, back to matchmaking. Oh, fun. Um, tell us, what can singles do to be more open to love? What can a person do to make themselves more open to love because really well, we can be yeah. so focused and, and really we can kind of shut the door if we're we really can and especially if someone's divorced or they had a bad breakup or maybe the last partner cheated on them or or they had maybe a bad childhood and their father left them they have daddy issues there's so many uh, issues that people have I mean who has had the perfect life I and mean, we've all had our heart broken and sometimes we will Instead of just taking the lesson and kind of moving on, we will kind of hang on to the last uh, tragedy that happened and even take it on the first date and talk about a lot. I get a lot of feedback where people will, on the first date, they'll be, all they'll do is talk about their ex 
or why they broke up or, or what was bad about it. So they'll immediately kind of focus on those bad things and, and kind of look at that, that new person and say, you know, you better not have those kids or I'm out of here or if I see anything, you know. So you're kind of setting yourself up for, for failure. And what I tell everybody is the best thing that you can do, and I finally had to learn this myself because I, I'm on my third marriage, and luckily this one, this one's the third one was the charm. We've been together 15 years, but uh, I had to do this too. I had to do a lot of work on myself, and once we can clear out some of the old uh, energy, look at our patterns, heal what we need to heal, raise our vibration. People want to be around you then. You're going to call in someone fantastic once you do that, because you, but you always have to do the work on yourself first. You can't have a long list of qualities that you expect in, a, in another person. You know, he's got to be tall, dark, and handsome with washboard abs and have a million in the bank and have no bad habits, you know, when, yes, when maybe yes. you've got to clean up your finances or get in better shape or get, you know, your act together. So, so you want to be the person that you were hoping to attract into your life. Yes, yes, I love that. And, yes, raising our vibration, that is, that's just huge because that's going to attract. And Yeah, and that. people, a lot of people still haven't heard about that, the vibrate. You know, they're kind of, mm-hmm. I, I have a new client who, he went on a date, and the girl started talking about energy, and I guess she was into Reiki, and she says, yeah, talking about the energy of things. And, and he emailed me after, and he says, gosh, I liked her. She was real cute, but I was almost you know, ready to say, forget it. She's a weirdo. She's talking about the energy of things. What is she talking about? And so I sent him a a video from my YouTube channel. I interviewed my Reiki master. And I said, yes, everything's energy. Nikola Tesla, the famous scientist, said it best. You know, if you want to understand the world, think in energy and vibration. And and, uh, he watched the video and then he said, wow, well, thank you for that. I I had no idea what Reiki was and and that everything's vibration. And that is so interesting. And I can't wait to see her again and hear more about it. So so it's just a... I love it. And I love the the be open to love because that's so true. And oh my gosh, you made me chuckle again. I'm in my third marriage. Oh, and it's 14 years. But, you know, my 14 years. Isn't that hilarious? Oh, we're just going to have fun today. But anyway, my husband. I mean, it's like we're we're really pretty opposite, but yet it's it's been so beautiful what we've done. And like in the beginning, he's I don't believe in love. That's okay. I love you, you know, <laughs> and that's okay, you know, because if we're open, we may connect with someone we didn't even realize we could really connect to. Yeah, that you know, Paula, that is the key because I'll have people say, "Well, he's got to; they have to eat the same as I do, and they they have to do this and like that." <laughs> and and uh, you do want to have some things in common because you want to be able to do things together and, and enjoy mm-hmm. things. But I think being open to somebody who is typically not like on your list, somebody that maybe go for a type that maybe you thought wasn't your perfect match and see how that works because some women too they'll be stuck on a height they'll say well i won't date anybody under six feet or under 511 when you're the most amazing guy in the world who's going to treat you like gold he might be five nine he might be five eight but they've uh, ruled it out i i knew a woman who who missed out on having kids getting married because all through her 30s she was waiting for the guy who was six feet three or taller 
and uh, never came. And then finally, in her early 40s, she met a guy that was her height, 5'10", and they're madly in love, but now too late to have kids. But uh, wow. she found the right guy. So just give somebody a chance that's not, not uh, that exact um, thing you had in your head. I love that. I love that. And and what would you say would be some spiritual techniques that someone could use to move forward from a bad breakup or a situation or just a negative mindset, you know, that can hinder them in, in being open? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, spirituality and, and work is really about connecting within, connecting to spirit, whatever that means for you. Uh, but getting that connection and knowing that I mean, we, we kind of look outside all the time, thinking that something's going to save us, whether it's that man that's going to save us from having, you know, not having enough money to pay the rent or that uh, perfect job or like we're always trying to get something. When I was when I was an actress, the thing that was so frustrating was I was always in trying to get mode. I was always trying to get an audition or trying to get a part or hoping to mingle and schmooze and meet the right person that was going to give me a role. It was so political. But once I, I, I started matchmaking and opened my own business, I realized I'm, I'm giving. It's not like I'm not always trying to get, yes, I need customers, but I felt more like I was giving. I was giving love, putting people together, um, putting more of my heart and soul into it. And then with the energy work in Reiki, I can give that away as a gift. I can get paid for it. It's more when you're, you have that kind of, um, that dynamic that you're not trying to look outside yourself and get something. Uh, that's yeah. when I see it really uh, pushes people away. Yes. And, and it's very subtle. We don't even realize it. But I see it because I've been doing this so long. And I see uh, women and men going through their 30s and their 40s and they're up to 50 and still single because they, they're kind of looking for that certain look or a certain income or I won't date something with this job or with, with this so it's kind of always that outside uh, thing that they're the outside realm that they're working with. When just go within and say to spirit, you know, I'm ready. Send me send universe. I am ready for the right person. I, I'm open. Send me who you think would be great for me. I'm totally open and see what happens. And even with the job, I didn't know. I listen. I didn't even know matchmaker existed. That job back when I in the early like 2001, 2002. I had no, really no other skills. I didn't have a college degree. I just knew how to act, and I had studied French and dance and all the creative stuff. I uh, never worked in an office, uh, didn't want to. <laughs> so I thought, <laughs> I, I don't even know what, how I'm going to make a living. And, and this matchmaking just came, you know, when I started saying those affirmations, like, please bring me something. I don't know what. And then that led to my lifelong dream of writing books, which I always wanted to do as a child. Never did it. Never had the confidence. And then I started writing. I wrote two dating advice books, Excuse Me, Your Soulmate is Waiting, and Good Date, Bad Date. And then those are available on my website. And then after that, I started writing the memoirs. And I have my Diary of a Beverly Hills Matchmaker, Hearts on the Line, and now The Buddha Made Me Do It. And I am having so much fun writing these books. And, and doing my YouTube show. So it's all about love, the basic boiling it down to the bullion cube of life here. I'll just give you this nugget. is when you love your life, when you're having fun, enjoying yourself, clearing out your old cobwebs, getting your vibration high because you're, you're having so much fun, there's no way that people are not going to be attracted to you and there's no way that that right person is not going to spin into your life. 
Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. How fun. And, you know, they can they can use these, you know, spiritual tools, use that that energy and that opening up to source to help them clear the cobwebs and and open up their heart. Mm hmm. How fun. How fun. Oh, my goodness. Well, Marla, I'm afraid we have to pop into a commercial. So, um, everyone, we are going to take just a moment for break, and we will be right back with some more fun from Marla. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki? Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's health and wellness channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki has an exciting offer for you. However you may know of Paula, you now have the means of exposing your business through Paula's massive following. Starting at a very conservative $29.99 a month, you can advertise your products and services on Paula's directory. Ask about the priority listing and see what additional perks you can take advantage of. Act immediately to be exposed to millions. To apply, go to lovereikiradio.com and look for the practitioner directory sign-up page. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And I am here today with Marla Martinson. If you're just joining us, the episode today is about finding our soulmate love it's it's a fantastic topic and it's something that that is out there that affects all of us i mean we all want to be loved we all want to find that soulmate and and marla i would like to begin in asking you um you know as we go through life and we want to look for that soulmate you know sometimes we can think am i ever ever going to find it but is there are you ever too old to find your soulmate and to find that love? You know, that's, that's 
something I hear, too, sometimes from women. You know, I'll be talking to them, and maybe they're in their 40s, 50s, or 60s, and they say, oh, I'll bet all the men want 20-year-olds. You know? and, uh-huh. and, and, and it's absolutely not true. Um, even the men in the 30s that I match don't want a 20-year-old or, or a girl in the early 20s because, gosh, they're just getting started in life, and they're not going to... Uh, be a, a, an appropriate partner. They might look good, but yes. <laughs> but so so no. You know, yes, men are visual, and I always encourage women to stay in their best shape possible. Try to stay out of the larger sizes as we get older. Try to you know keep our our teeth whitened, our hair colored, our you know look look fresh and and good. But you are you, and that is the most important thing. And and you can be. 70, 80, or 90 and still meet someone because, like you said, everyone wants love. There is a top for every pot, and it, and, uh, it might seem it, it's, we have such a youth-oriented uh, society, but not when you put yourself out there. And, and you know, there are things like uh, meetup.com. Uh, it's a website, meet, meetup.com. And if you go on there, most cities have it, and there are are groups that you can join, some for free or some you just pay a small amount per thing you do. But they have groups that are singles groups. They have spiritual groups, hiking groups. If you want to learn how to speak French, if you want to go out to coffee or hiking or wine tasting, uh, yoga, there's all sorts of things to do. And I would say the most important thing for as we get older is not to isolate ourselves. Uh, try to get, get involved in something, even if it's volunteering, feeding the homeless, whatever, uh, just to get out there and let people know, hey, I'm, I'm available. You know, do you know anybody? There's a lot of widowers out there even, you know, or people who've gotten divorced that are looking for love the second or third time around. And you just, there's, you, you don't know what can happen. Anything can happen. People win the lottery. People, you know, win an Academy Award. Hey, you know, you, you can find a soulmate. <laughs> you know, yes. There's nothing that can't happen on this while you're on this planet. So don't count yourself out and don't count out finding love. Absolutely not. Yes, yes. And you know, I I you know, that opens up. I just have to share it was very unique my husband and I um and it's like I I adore him and it's like number 3 and he's awesome. I was working at the restaurant was not even looking for a man. My prior husband had passed away and he he was not looking for a wife. He was like Mr. Tacoma, the bachelor. And you know, but I fell in love with him and and he said to me when he proposed, all his girlfriends he had always been able to come up with a reason not to marry them. And with me he couldn't come up with a reason. And so oh. he proposed. Isn't that yeah, cute? See? That's but, awesome. You know, yeah, things can happen, and we can meet someone when we're not even looking. So, you know, that's another reason to, you know, be open, because you never know, huh? Yeah, I wasn't looking. When I had given up, I said, that's it. I'm I'm sick of this dating. You know, I had gone on a few Internet dates and this and that, and this was back in 2001, and I said to myself, maybe I'll never get married again. Maybe I'll never meet, and you know, the right person. That's okay. I'm going to do all the things that I enjoy doing. I'm going to work on my career, enjoy my dog, enjoy my life. And within three weeks of saying that, uh, I, I met my husband through a mutual friend, just a fluke. Yes. So it's kind of it's that talking about energy again. It's letting yes. that if we're if we're looking like a lot of times we'll put out desperate energy. You know, you might say, "Oh, I'm not desperate. I don't feel desperate." But the universe kind of uh, uh, hears that as a as desperation when we're constantly 
looking, looking, like looking outside of ourselves for something. So if you kind of relax and let it happen and just say, I'm open and ready. Yes, I love that. I love that. Because that desperation can almost put an energy out there that's going to keep that from coming in. That yes, that law of attraction thing where it's like um, you're you're saying, even though you say you want it, it's it's the energy behind it is, well, I'm, I don't have it. So that's what the, the universe here is for, you know, with the law of attraction. So you're, you're actually saying, uh, well, I don't have this. It's lacking. So, in, you know, instead of just saying I'm open to this, I'm happy that it's coming and, and you know, just let it let it flow. Beautiful, beautiful. And and how can self-esteem, how can that sabotage someone finding that that person? Yeah, well, it, self-esteem is everything. It's that self-love, and I know it might sound cliche. We always heard that saying, if you don't love yourself, how do you expect anyone else to love you? But it's so true. If you're down on yourself, if you don't like your life, if you don't like yourself, and then you show up on a date, think about it. Why should that person across from you like you? You know, why would, they, would you like someone who's down on themselves and, and, and has no self-esteem? No, it's a turnoff. We want to be around upbeat, sparkly people that's going to make our day a little better because, you know, guys will tell me, they'll say, you know, Marla, I work so hard, and at the end of the day, if I'm going on a date, I just want to relax and unwind and have a fun time. I don't want to hear about someone's problems or be treated like I'm a therapist on a date. Um, so they just want to have, ha- and they'll say, can't you just find me a woman who's happy, happy with her life? That's all I want, someone who's happy. And uh, so, may- so it comes back to uh, getting your own ducks in a row and, and being happy with where you are in life, and then you're ready to include that other person. That's the, that's the icing on the cake. And I don't think that everyone needs to be with someone. Um, there's nothing wrong with being alone, too. You know, Maybe you've mm-hmm. been married or had a relationship for a long time. There's no, nothing wrong with, with, with being alone. Not everybody has to uh, be married or in a relationship. There's great advantages to being single as well. Yes, yes. So... Oh, as being a matchmaker, and that must be so fun, Marla, then do you focus more on their outlook and how they do with themselves than them what they look for and and how they go out and find a person? Are you more focused on on them looking at themselves and, and what well, they Well, I would you know, I would love that. Uh-huh. <laughs> That, that's the, the the challenge of the matchmaker. So in high end matchmaking, I work with the the um, affluent men who are seeking a, a very attractive woman to get married or have a long term relationship with. So that's just who I deal with. Not that I people will ask, why don't you just work with the average Joe? And I'm like, well, that's not who comes to me, and and my prices are you know t- a little high. So it's the more affluent guys that come to me. So that is just how it is. So those are my clients and they have quite a, quite a high standard. And of course the ego comes with that men who make millions of dollars. Um, I mean, you know, look at Donald Trump. You're not going to tell him, Hey, you know, you need to work on these parts of yourself. Right. So so I do, so I can see some of it and I try to talk to them about it or get, you know, maybe they, they even need a makeover or some dating coaching. And I do have a great coach on, staff too that I'll have them talk to sometimes and then she'll say oh he's very coachable this is 
going to be great. And then, you know, when I'm working with him, he's, he's not. He's not going to change. You know, it's like, I want this. I want, a, you know, a five foot eight blonde with a D cup chest. And, and uh, you know, I want her to fall in love with me and move to Nebraska. You know, so they want what they want. And I do do what I can. But that's, that's um, clients that I'm matching, that they, they want me to find them someone. If I'm going to coach someone, yes, they're going to come to me because they want to find out what's not working. Um, and I do try to coach my clients the best I can. And then the women who, who are in my database, they don't pay. So they can be in there for free. And um, you know, I'll encourage them to come for an energy healing or, or to take different workshops. And women love to do that anyway. You know, women are always working on themselves. There, I've known women who will take a, a year off after a, a breakup to work on themselves. Whereas a man, they tend to like to get in a relationship right away. They don't want to be alone. And they'll be out looking you know, the next day for somebody. Oh, how interesting. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. I, I had a man come in the office years ago when I worked in Beverly Hills. It was an office building. He worked on another floor, and I had seen him around. He walks in one day, and he goes, oh, can I talk to you? And I said, sure, come in, you know, the, the sales office. And so he sat down, and he says, look, he says, I, I'm, I'm married um, my wife and I have not been getting along great. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I, I really am not sure. And I just wanted to check what you guys are all about because I want to have something lined up just in case this doesn't work. I mean, I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he was already <laughs> planning, like, how can I find somebody else? He wasn't even, they were still married living together. They weren't even separated, nothing. So, um, And I've known men who... Uh, the wife died, and, you know, within a few days, they're out dating. So it, it, they just, the men tend to, and, and as we hear, you know, look, if a, if a man loses his wife, uh, he'll tend to die a lot faster. He could die within the year. Uh, women were a lot stronger with that. And, you know, this is, I'm not putting this, this on every man is like this, but it's, that's how it tends to be. The men tend to not do as well uh, alone, whereas the women can, can um, handle it much better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness! <laughs> and wow. they say, they say married men live longer than single men. Yes, I've read that, and that you know, and that I believe that because just being loved and cared for, being what loved, it does for us. Having uh, you know a more uh, hot meal, you know, good more nutrition, nutritious meals instead of just going out for fast food. Uh, less risky behavior, regular sex and affection, um, oh, those things. But then I've heard, I have to look into this one because I have heard that married women uh, live less, you know, less long. <laughs> N- really? Oh, my goodness. Our lifespan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, now here's a question, Marla. Um, let's say someone has has met their soulmate and they have this beautiful relationship and then they lose their, their partner. Can, can they have another soulmate? Or if you're dating and you think this person is your soulmate, but it doesn't work out, is there another soulmate out there? Oh, I think absolutely. I mean, you know, all of us, if you're listening to this show, you're probably, you know, you're woo woo and into all this uh, soul groups and past lives and all of this stuff. But I, I do think we travel in soul groups and there are a lot of soulmates there for us. I mean, just think how big this, this world is. So let's say, you know, I have my wonderful husband here in Los Angeles, but 
if I were to move to Munich, Germany, or Paris, or New York, or or Australia, I'm sure I'd find a fabulous guy over there (laughs) that I would, you know, absolutely love. I mean, why not? So I'm sure we have... And, and, and I always think, gosh, think of all the amazing people that we're not going to get to meet in this lifetime, you know, or the connections or whatever. And um, I, so there's many soulmates out there for us. Uh, it's, it's challenging to find one. I know that. I know it's, it's hard to find somebody that's, that's got all the values you do and that, that uh, spark and romantic connection. But, and when we do, it's very special. But there's no reason that we can't. Uh, find another one if if you do lose your partner, and and I know it's hard. You kind of some people will think, oh, that was the love of my life. I could never replace them, and it's not about replacing them. But at some point, somebody might want to want to share their life with someone else that's special. Yes, and oh my gosh, I I love that, Marla. You know, to think of all the amazing people out there or soulmates that we could connect with in our life all those possibilities i mean that's actually very exciting yeah it's it's super exciting i've because I've, I've lived in different places i've you know lived in seattle los angeles chicago i lived in tehran when i was in, in high school in iran and boy there i had a boyfriend over at in high school in iran <laughs> you could go anywhere <laughs> in the globe and meet, meet some fabulous people they're just all over the place so i i kind of Instead, kind of switching your thinking to, God, there's no men out there, or all the men are jerks, or all the women are uh, old diggers, or whatever, you know, people kind of might on it when you're upset. Instead of going to those negative uh, traits that we found in some people and, and blanketing with a blanket statement, um, saying, gosh, there's so many amazing people out there. I've just got to have them spin into my energy field, and I'm ready for one of them to spin right in. I know they're out there. And that's a better, better uh, way to look at it, I think. Yes, I love that because that's, that's so positive and that's so exciting. And, you know, what a different out, outlet and mindset to, mm-hmm. oh, there's nobody there for me. They're all taken, you know, big yeah, difference. Guys are taken. I, when I, listen, when I was waitressing, I was in my 30s. I was living in Chicago. I, was, I had just gotten divorced. And I was, like, in a bad a way. You know, I didn't use this stuff at the time. And I knew about it, but I, I was just like, oh, every time a guy would dump me, I thought, and I just expected it. Well, he didn't call back. I'd go get my hair cut. I thought, I'm going to get a new look, a new me, and I'd go cut <laughs> my hair. And then one day I showed up at work, and one of the other waiters looked at me, and he says, Marla, you better stop dating, or you're going to be bald. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I'm like, yeah, I think I need an attitude adjustment instead of a haircut. Oh, that is so funny. And I always said to my friends looking looking for a man, I said, just work in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I'm afraid we have to pop out for another commercial. So, Marla, we will be right back. Everyone, we will be right back. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. 
beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone. This healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories, as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are having so much fun today with Excuse Me, Your Soulmate is Waiting. I am honored to have here today Marla Martinson, and she's a professional Beverly Hills matchmaker. And this is just so fun, Marla. I, I'm just loving this show. So happy to have you here. And something that is so big these days. I know of a lot of friends and people I know of that, that have talked a lot about this and doing that. A really big thing these days that really wasn't going on in my younger years is online dating, internet dating. So for all, yeah. the, all the listeners out there that are thinking about doing it or are doing it, any suggestions or any input on that? Yeah, I'd love to just give some tips that might help people be a little more successful. And Internet dating has been pretty popular now for, gosh, at least 15 years. I tried it in the very early stages and only tried it four times, and I said that's it. After having a guy show up who he had put up a model's picture on his profile, and when it showed up, I said, you really don't look like your photo, and I finally got it out of it. It was a model. I mean, that guy in the picture was so good-looking with these kissable, like, pouty lips, and he was so cute, and I was, like, picturing him, and then this other guy shows up. And, and so I was like, oh, okay, that's it. So, <laughs> yes. so first thing is those pictures. The pictures are so important, and I've, I've seen a lot of profiles online just with friends or maybe one of my clients wanted me to check out their profile on online. So when I'm looking at some of these... Uh, I see people putting up pictures uh, that are, maybe have a hat or sunglasses or some dumpy clothing or with other people or far away or a side view. Um, you can't even see what someone looks like, and it's so frustrating. So I think the, you, before you get on there, either get have a friend take some pictures of you with their iPhone or get some professional pictures done. You want them to. You want to be smiling. You want to look approachable. 
you want them to be current. You want them to, to look good, but you don't want them to look a lot better than you really do in person because then the per- people are going to be disappointed. Um, you want to be honest. You know that people will say a lot of guys will uh, add a couple inches on the height and women will shave off some, some pounds, <laughs> you know, weight. And when the person arrives, look, they're just going to be, they're going to be pissed. They're going to be upset um, about it. So it's, it, wouldn't it be better to ha- have a person meet you that actually does like your body type, you know, instead of trying to say, well, once he meets me and, and sees how cute I am and my wonderful personality, they're going to like me anyway. No, people are, humans are visual, unfortunately, and we have to at least like be the type and, you know, have some attraction there. Um, on as far as, uh, as far as the bio goes, I would say, you know, you don't want it too long and, and you don't, if you're, <laughs> I've seen some women's bios where they will kind of rant about the traits they don't want in a man. And like, if you're a player, if you're this, if you do that, don't even think of writing to me and I won't put up with this. And, that, and that's a real turnoff. So you want to keep it positive, uh, keep it to the, and, and I kind of, since I'm a writer, I kind of would like to make a little story out of it instead of just making a bullet list of the things you like to do. Maybe say, hey, you know, I'm from the Pacific Northwest, so of course hiking's in my blood and I love the outdoors, but also it's also fun to have a margarita while laying on a sandy beach in Cancun, which I went for the first time last year and it was fantastic. You know, weave it into a little story to kind of tell how your personality and the things you like to do. There's a lot of things. There's some wonderful, you know, people can contact me and I can um, either help them with their profile or, or give them some, some um, names of some people that do that for a living that are fantastic that I know. Um, but but uh, having a good profile and a good, a good na- uh, handle, you don't want it to be too kind of creepy or weird. You know, you want to have kind of, it's hard to find a good handle, I'll say that. But brainstorm maybe with some friends or something, to find, you know, like fun in the sun or, um, you know, uh, whatever. Sandy from Seattle or whatever, you know, something cute, yes. but not, not like looking for a good time. or you know, like, Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, great advice. Great advice. And uh, why we're on the subject of uh, if someone... Can email you. Will you share with the listeners uh, briefly your contact information, your website information? Sure, everything's on my website, and that is marlamartinson.com. www.marlamartenson.com. My Twitter is at Marla Martinson, and uh, my YouTube channel too. It's Marla Martinson, and um, I've got a lot of great. I've got over a hundred wonderful interviews and videos of, with experts on all subjects. A lot of uh, spiritual topics and paranormal and all of that fun stuff. Angel uh, communicators, psychics, crystal healers, Reiki people. So I've got a lot of fun stuff there. I love it. All that oh, and my, book, my books. My books. Yes. You can just go on Amazon and uh, under Marla Martinson, I've got Diary of a Beverly Hills Matchmaker and Hearts on the Line, and they're really fun memoirs. And men love them too, but it's they're memoirs about my life as a matchmaker, and there's a lot of funny, funny uh, stuff in there. It's, it's kind of like a Bridget Jones's Diary, Sex in the City type of a thing, if you like that. Oh my gosh, I love it! I have to order those. How fun! How fun! Now, here's something I I thought about when you were talking about the online dating. What would your recommendations be? Because with that, one thing you're meeting someone you've never met in person. 
any suggestions on what type of first dates, like, uh, you know, a restaurant, a public place over mm-hmm. your home, or any, any thoughts along that line? Very important. You, you don't know this person. You know, their profile might look fantastic, and there are fake profiles on there. There are married people on there. There are predators on there. Um, it's, it's a great resource. I know people who've gotten married from online dating, and, and, and I think it has some great potential. It's a good resource, but be careful because there was a, a, a woman who, who was murdered in her garage uh, from a man who, who she met online, and, and he shouldn't have known where she lived. So never have a guy meet you. What I used to do when I did the few dates, I, there's a farmer's market, a, a permanent farmer's market out here in Los Angeles, and they used to have karaoke on Friday evenings, and it was packed, and there was a little place called Coffee Corner, and and uh, we'd, I'd say, hey, meet me at Coffee Corner, and then they've got the karaoke going, and there's a lot of people around, and we'd grab a coffee and chat, and uh, if we liked each other, we could go on to dinner. There were some dinner spots there. It was like a public place. And if not, but, but be careful uh, and, and let your friend, you know, a friend know what you're doing um, and do not have him pick you up at your house. Or even if even that first date, if you feel, oh, he's great, uh, don't go home with him or take him home or get in his car. You just got to protect yourself. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. Um, yes. And, yes. and time will tell. They'll prove themselves. If, and people do Google people, too. You know, now that's a big thing. You'll Google and see see uh, if you can find anything on somebody. But you do want to be careful. And if somebody's not, t- t- you know, after a while of dating, if, if they're um, uh, not introducing you to their friends or their family or, you know, they, they could be married or they could be hiding something or have a girlfriend. So you want to kind of see what are they doing? How are they treating you? You know, are they are they bringing you into their world and introducing you to their, their friends and family and stuff, too? Oh, very good advice. Very good. Yeah, because you don't know. You don't know about them. And, yeah, and, and, and women tend to, like, believe what, you know, guys will say stuff. Look, they'll say anything to uh, uh, some guys. They, men, are, men want sex. It's normal, right? A man is a man. So they mm-hmm. might say anything to, to get you into bed. They might, oh, you're the love of my life. I've been waiting for you my whole, whole you know, <laughs> let right. the act speak louder. Don't just believe every everything. <laughs> yes. Yes, women, that and, is and out I, there. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Do I, Great advice. I, wanted, I wanted to say one more thing um, about online. I did know, and unfortunate, this still happens sometimes. A, a woman, she was in her 60s, and she was uh, communicating with a man who was said he was in London. And he had, of course, he was a younger man, gorgeous photo. He told her how much he loved her. They were back and forth, back and forth with the emails. He was courting her. And then he uh, called he, he called her and said he was in in Africa, and he uh, broke his leg, and he couldn't get to, he wanted to come and see her, put a supposedly doctor on the phone with her and said yes, but he ha- he doesn't have the money to pay the hospital bill. If you can just send over $3,000, he'll, he'll pay the bill, and then he says, I'm going to fly directly to you, and we're going to be together. And she sent the money. She sent $3,000 to him, and then, uh, of course, never heard from him again. It was all a scam. So don't let your being lonely uh, make you vulnerable to, to scams and things. You know, you've got to really um, look at yes. what's going on. Because, yes, that could be a really good opportunity for a scammer. 
You can yes. don't send money to anybody, uh, you know, who, uh, who contacts you online, even if you think, oh, no, but we have this great connection. Of course you have a great connection. That's what they're good at. They're, they're professionals. And a lot of women do. They'll send some money or whatever to the to the guy. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, thank you for mentioning that, Marla. That's a very important it's, point. It seems so, like, common sense, right? But we, people, I mean, intelligent uh, people fall for this stuff because we, emotions are involved. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Call me and before you do it, okay? If, if you think about it. something, call me. <laughs> I'll tell you out of it. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Give us, if you would, Marla, I would love some feedback from your clients, uh, per se, what men are seeking in a woman. Give us an idea of what, what you hear out there, what what people are looking for. Sorry, my, my tea went down the wrong, <laughs> went down the wrong side. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, yeah, I touched on it a little bit before, men wanting, you know, a happy, a happy woman. I think both. Both ways, you've got to be happy with your own life. Um, this is this comes up. This comes up when I give a guy a phone number for his match, and he's going to call the gal. I would say, women, act like you're excited and happy that he called, <laughs> because <laughs> it's hard for a guy to get up the nerve and call a woman, and then she's like, her tone is kind of like she's irritated or she's busy at the moment or, or whatever, because people will interpret it. So, you know, greet him with a happy, hey, gosh, Tom, I'm so happy that you called me. And if you're busy, just say, I'm so sorry, I'm right in the middle of something, but, you know, when would be a good time for me to call you back and set something up? But show some enthusiasm, because that's one of the biggest things I get is, uh, people, because this can go with online or matchmaking, because you you don't know the people, so you're not maybe you're not super excited because you don't even know if this is going to work out, and the odds are it probably won't, right? So, uh, but you still want to give that person your attention, your enthusiasm, and uh, make them feel comfortable, um, and 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 just be 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 nice to each other. I know it's like we feel like they're just a person, you know, an anonymous person on the other end of the email or the phone or the text, but these are people with feelings and they're trying to find love too. And, and so let's everybody, I think everybody could treat each other a little more gently in the dating arena. Oh, I love that. I love that because yeah, everybody has their emotions and their, their self-love and self-esteem and how you react to, especially a man, it's going to take a little effort to reach out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they are. They are. You know, I feel kind of bad for the guys. It's kind of all on them still, you know, to call mm-hmm. and, and to get rejected and all of that. So, yes. And I think that the texting is, is a little bit out of hand. I think texting's great to say, hey, um, I just, you know, you might be busy right now. I just wanted to send a little text to say hello, introduce myself, and, and when would be a good time to get on the phone together? I'd love to chat with you or to, or to meet for a coffee. But not to do all these long, long, the whole conversations on a text when you yes. before you meet someone. It's nice to get on the phone or get in person. Yes, and I'm, I've always been big on when you meet someone in person, I mean, you get that energetic connection. You get that feel and... You know, that's yeah. so important. And, and guys who might say, well, the woman's not very responsive on the text and stuff, that's because she doesn't even know if there's going to be an attraction or a connection. So it's better just get on the phone or or, um, or meet in person because you, who wants to just go on and on with these long conversations with a stranger on a text? You know, it's not really appealing. 
You're right. You're right. Now, Marla, we're down to about two more minutes of the show. Uh, any last words or advice that you'd like to put put out there for everyone seeking? Well, I would challenge everybody for 2016 just to g- g- find something new to do or find a passion or ignite, you know, find think about when you were a kid and what you loved to do and maybe uh, take up a new hobby or, or get, to get into something that you can do on the side that will raise your vibration and add a little spark to your life. And when you go on a date, you're going to have something new and exciting to talk about and and just have some fun. You know, don't put so much pressure on yourself. Be gentle with yourself, um, nourish your body, eat good, healthy food, get a juicer. And, uh, since I'm vegan, I would love to tell everybody, go vegan. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yay. Yeah, I, I stopped eating meat last July, and I'm so happy. I love that. So happy. And the animals love you for it because they have lives and feelings, too. Yes. Oh, Marla. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for this fantastic oh, show. And if anybody has any questions, just go on my website. There's a contact uh, contact box there you can contact me marlamartinson.com yes yes and also everyone on the show description uh marla has her information as well and i just recommend contacting her and reading her books i just love it i love it and a big thank you to our listeners out there today in the u.s and around the world i'm so honored to have you joining us and marla i'm so honored to have you here today thanks paula Thanks. Bye, everybody. Much love. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Love and hugs and blessings to everyone and to you, Marla. And I will see all of my beautiful listeners next week. And everyone, have a great Valentine's Day. Thank you again for tuning in to For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.